We're back. Tinfoil Matt Pod. Colin Weimer. Shane McCarthy. Shane, what's up, man? Dude, what's going on? I got the butterflies, sugar baby. Butterfly sugar baby. <laughs> come, my lady. Come, 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 my lady. What's been good, man? How's the How's the week? Oh, been? dude, the week's been. I'm 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 damn exhausted, man. And you know what? I bet you're feeling great. <laughs> I bet you are like you're getting five hours of sleep and you're like I feel so refreshed there's no reason to even recover what's your recovery look like right now you must be 99 even with the big update <laughs> no um dude it's uh the fact that I'm not doing two a days I feel <laughs> I know it's not good for your health like I had a I had a couple uh a couple nights like I was up really late Friday night, I was up to like one, two o'clock, just like doom scrolling through Instagram because I was super jazzed up that night. Um, <laughs> the, a world economic form. Oh my God, Davos, Davos, look, uh, yeah, don't climate change is the new, yeah, no, um, yeah, was, I was pretty, I was pretty, <laughs> yeah, I know, dude, we haven't even talked dude. about it. I know exactly the type of shit you're oh saying. Oh my God dude yeah it's uh it's a lot of doom scrolling and uh yeah i was just jazzed up so like i'm i'm feeling like i'm feeling that today like i feel like i slept i got sat, i got everything i wanted to get done saturday saturday i just straight up rested and then today got like uh a nice lower body medley it's crazy what if you um i don't know don't train jujitsu religiously and you just lift weights and work out like a normal person like how great you feel um so yeah, <laughs> I, it's so funny that with like training, like it's almost like uh, if you train a lot, you're kind of like you're like the point of life is to feel like shit. Like like it's like if I'm not feeling like shit, that means I'm not getting better. So it's like when people just like lift, like just trying to be fit, like for for no reason, you know. You're like okay, but like when do you feel like shit though? Like that's like if you're not feeling like shit all the time, then you're not getting better. Like, don't you know that? Like you're just wasting your time by getting fit and you're not feeling, you're feeling good. Like that's all the time that you were feeling good. That's time that you could feel like shit actually and be good at something. Did you like, that's like the mental illness that kind of, that jujitsu that I suffer not from wrong. for sure. I've um, yeah. Like I actually, um, I'm finishing up like a, no, I'm not even finishing up. I'm actually kind of like really diving deeper into a weight cut. Um, and I, I've been shocked at how quickly weight has been coming off. Um, how good I feel, uh, how much I get done lifting. Um, and while still feeling pretty solidly satiated, it's like, Oh, it's, but I want to feel like shit. Like I want to be starving and I want to be over, completely overtrained. I want to like sweat when I sleep because yeah. I'm that overtrained. Or else it doesn't mean I'm actually getting better at anything. And I'm like, all my lifts are going back up. Like my strength's coming back up. Uh, my knees like getting to the point where like I, I got the okay to start drilling. Air, so I air can quotes. start drilling now. Air quotes. <laughs> yeah, air quotes. I know. I was, I was, con I was contemplating coming to uh, open mat today and get some drilling in but i knew it was gonna turn to like oh I'll just try and pass my guard the next thing you know <sighs> i blow my knee out again so yeah i think uh i think that even with the lack of sleep from the kiddo um he's been i like, honestly dude like he's been getting to such a good scheduled routine of like usually around from seven to eight he's asleep he's out he gets a good six hour stretch jill goes and wakes up and takes care of him i continue mm -hmm. sleeping and yeah we're solid dude, dude. we got a full on Friday night, 
she slept for the full night. Like she didn't wake up even to, 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 to drink. She slept from like seven or eight to like seven. It was crazy. Wow. That happened once when she was like three months old. And when the same shit happened, like, could it be? <laughs> Have we reached the promised land? And uh, no, it's kind of back to normal <laughs> after that. Um, yeah, dude. Like we had that one 10 hour day and we're like, oh my God. But I feel like the, I feel like those big chunks of them sleeping is like a huge growth spurt and like new, like, like their brains processing and their bodies mm. processing all new stuff. Um, but then I, like after that 10 hour day, like we kind of really had a really strong, um, like a really strong schedule, not schedule, like a routine plan, but like six, six hours and four hours and six hours and four hours, like just getting on a more consistent base uh, of a schedule. And like, now that I don't have to do like any, like the stretches for the kids, tongue ties and, and, uh, and lip tie. Um, yeah, it, it's been, it's been golden, man. It's been really solid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, so it's good that you're feeling good. It's good that the baby's sleeping. Um, that's, uh, that's so big. I, I, I do think that that's worth kind of like taking a pause on where it's just, I, I, I kind of thought that I, something I haven't talked about, I've ever talked about, but I just assume that all jujitsu guys and girls kind of felt like if you, if you trained every day or, or, you know, thereabouts where it's just like, if you do even do a two a day, it's like after your first training session, you're like, Oh, I feel pretty good. That means I can make myself feel worse later. Um, and I know that's like, oh, that's people will, I don't know. I'm sure like Forge Performance would say that's a bad thing or something, but I don't know how you could possibly actually, do you think it's possible to get better with, without like regularly feeling like trash? Is that, is that possible? No, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think, I, I think you have to dig deep and go past like what's considered healthy if you really want to make a jump and then you can coast. Mm -hmm. Like I remember a big shift for both of us is like listening to Levi Jones Leary on that podcast where he discussed the fact that like, there's no secret sauce to this. It's just train, 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 train. Every time, every hour that you have schedule a session with a drilling partner, uh, schedule more sessions with drilling partners, train as much as you possibly can. I think if you want to be like, one of the best in the world that like you kind of have to sacrifice, right? Like that's like that big um, conversation that like, for example, Mikey always talks about who's made it this far without, without talking about Mikey. Um, <laughs> what is where he, like, six he trains, minutes, he trains, <laughs> six, six minutes, 10, 10 hours. Or like Gordon, like Gordon um, outside of the PED <laughs> usage that he's like pretty open about now um, doesn't take days off because it's like, it's not a, it's not a healthy pursuit. It's not a pursuit of overall wellness and health. It's a pursuit of excellence in a, in a specific modality. Right. So it's like, you have to sacrifice for that. Right. We have to sacrifice to make that work. Yeah. My, my sister-in-law said it best because like, uh, my mother-in-law kind of like, I was trying to explain, she's like, well, didn't you already train today? I was like, yeah. And she's like, then why are you, and I was talking about like scheduling another training session or maybe like they're all in the room watching uh the little one and and so i was just like all right well i'll just you know watch some some tape or something like that and she's like well why are you why are you doing that and um my sister-in-law she doesn't do jujitsu but she kind of got it and she's like no mom like it's because like you can't get good enough like 
not even like I'm at the precipice. I'm not at the precipice, but like even if you were at the precipice, you cannot. You could always be better, you know. And so she she put it. It's, she said it's constant refinement, and it's like yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. And so it's like it almost feels like I feel like such a meathead for saying it, but it's like if you're feeling good all the time, it means you're like you're leaving something on the table, or at least that's a mental illness in my brain or something like that. <laughs> I think I think it's definitely worthwhile saying because it's like what what the goal is right like talk about like my strength and conditioning coach he knows like his main thing is to make me as healthy as possible as strong as possible um, and like as in the best shape I could possibly can be within a healthy mm-hmm. mindset right within a, within a healthy framework of that right where like he's taking into consideration I'm an, a normal human in my overall health. We were a little, we, he, I actually hung out with Jack today, Jack Molesco, owner of Forge Performance. Um, they, he, him and Katya came over and we were talking about how, like, you know, how things have been going, like with my knee and everything like that. I'm like, I'm like, it's crazy how, like, I'm getting like all these results is training for like four days a week, lifting four days a week. And um, that's it. And it's just like, wow, you would think like training two a days is like not an intelligent thing for you to do. <laughs> and I'm like, true, but. I never feel like my, uh, my technique is good enough. Like I never feel like my, con- my jujitsu conditioning is good enough. Or like, you know, you go to judo and you're like, whoa, I just kind of blew the, like blew the, like the tank out. But like, I feel like that was like the most intense cardio I've gotten is like doing judo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like from like, and I was like, damn, like that, that's like, a, that shows there's like a, a flaw in like what I'm doing because I shouldn't feel like that. Right. It should feel effortless. That's how good the technique should be. Um, so it's like, you need to, physically get after it and physically do it. And I'm like, and to your point, I feel like I'm not growing, even though I know I'm in a place of like healing right now and I need to like fix my knee. Like I fucking cannot wait to get back to like training for two hours straight, training, training for three hours straight, uh, doing the two a day. Like I can't wait to get back to that because that's where I feel growth from putting myself down in like the fucking trenches of what my body can possibly do and then take time. Cause like eventually like what happens if like you spend too much time in there, you do get injured. You do get jacked up. Like your, your body doesn't recover. You crash, you get sick. So your body kind of regulates itself. You got And I think that the overall healthy way to deal with it is like when you start seeing the, the signs of it almost happening, that's when you pull back and give yourself a day or two to rest up and then get back after it. But even when you're resting, you can always be watching, always be watching tape. Yeah, no, totally. I remember when, um, cause Katya programmed for me very briefly, uh, who the great program, total waste of money. I don't think I did half of the, half of the workouts, dude. Like I was just like, so, especially cause I think I was, I don't, it might've been right before. I think I might've been unemployed at the time. And so I had a lot of time to train, mm-hmm. um, while I, while I was fun employed. So I was like training a lot and then trying to keep up with these workouts. And it was like, she couldn't believe like how little I could do. Like when I was, she, I was like, I could only do like half the split squats, like, like half of the eight split squats that I had to do with like no weight or whatever. She's like, how often do you train? Like, I know you train a lot. Like she's like, I said every day and she goes five times. So that means what? Five times a week. I was like, I was like, I'd train, like at the time I was training, like th- I was doing three days. I was like, I was going to, yeah, yeah. to Mike's. I would then go to your house to drill. And then I'll, I would go in at night. 
And I was like, what? Like <laughs> five times a week? Are you fucking kidding me? I was doing like four hours, like minimum four hours, five hours a day. And it was like, I was just like, she's like, well, <laughs> I felt like I, I felt bad because she's like, okay, well I can work with that. And she sent me a new, new like workout schedule. It was like twice a week for like 15 minutes. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it was like barely anything. Yeah. Like it was like, it was nothing, like absolutely nothing. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm, gonna, no, I'm not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not doing <laughs> like, that. Maybe we'll just add another session. I know. I've maybe even we'll add another session. <laughs> I was talking to I was talking to Jack about that today too, because it's like he he has all these like nagging injuries from when he used to fight, um, and just from just being his body just being so jacked up. And he's just like, this is so stupid, but I have to like, I have to do all these these like weird like very much akin to like what my Mike Barcarcel, Val spelled last name, Val Carcel, Val Carcel, Val Carcel. Yeah, locomotion, like locomotion, locomotion. Yeah, logo man. Um, like being strong in these very um, like your your uh, I forget what kind of muscle they talk about where it's like the. Like your big muscles, like your quads, your hamstrings, your chest, your back, like those are fucking strong. But your stabilizer muscle muscles, like 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 the joints mm-hmm. and everything in between, the core, like what part of your core are so weak that you have to spend so much time like fixing that. Like I've been adding, in addition to my workout, like a good thirty minutes of additional like stupid shit, like um, tying a band around like my knee and tying that to like the uh, uh, the rack. And then just pulling my knees to my chest, pulling my knees to my chest, one knee at a time to make my hip flexors stronger. Like, because my injuries all come from my hip flexors not being strong, my core not being strong, my knee and my ankle being totally out of alignment. Like, I'm waiting for that to fucking blow out again. I'm doing all this dumb shit where like, I tie a band around my ankle, tie a band around my knee, hold my leg in a straight line and not let it collapse in while I do lunges. Like this fucking crazy little shit that's so boring and so not fun, but is like super necessary. And I think that parallels nicely into jujitsu because like what's the boring shit and the not fun shit that if it was up to us, we would just roll, right? So let's just roll. Let's just roll. Let's just roll. That that's the most fun I have during jujitsu. But then you take a step back and you look at what's more important. Okay. Let's what's the less fun thing. Positional, positional sparring. Okay. But that's still fun because there's the variability of it. What's even more fucking boring than that? Drilling, like the drilling of very specific movements um, and, and changing the tempo of that. And then from there, turning it into like a, like a very strict positional spar, right? It's not even like pass protect sweep. It's like, can you get around my legs, right? Or can you like, are you able to stuff my foot in between your legs? That shit's so boring, but it's super necessary, super technical. Um, and that's what you should be doing, similar to with your body. Nine times out of ten, the stuff you have to fix are like your stabilizer muscles, and as opposed to like doing all the cool, fun shit like chest press, bench press, squat, and deadlift. Oh, Man that's shit. fun. Ugh. I know your favorite. You love you love dude, a good workout, someone dude. today uh, at, at at the gym and. They were asking about you, and I was just like, "Dude, I'm not entirely sure that Shane actually exists anymore. Like, maybe we just all collectively 
Like it's part of our coll- he's part of our collective imagination. Like we just made him up, bro. Like <laughs> the construct. Dude, like I was like, damn, man. Now that I think about it, I don't think I've seen him in person in for weeks now. It's it's like crazy. Like and it really hasn't even been that long. I think I haven't seen you in person in a week. What? <laughs> but it has felt like I feel like it's been. Oh yeah, I think ages. I dropped off some raw milk at your house like last Friday. Or that something was it. Like that. So it was like a week and a half. Yeah, like I got maybe the, it was the plug. Yeah, you yeah, the plug. No, the uh, I've been I've I've been coming in now Monday Wednesday. That's going to be the new thing now. Uh, I'm teaching Monday, uh, helping venture out on Wednesday. Kind of just like you know, being the art in his life and how art was uh, was to me when I was starting to yeah yeah nothing but good like circles and leave the room and forget about you guys. No, uh, but yeah, helping him out. And um, Jill's been going on Tuesday nights, so I'm letting her do that. And hopefully she gets to go Thursday nights or Thursday nights her and I are just going to stay and drill. And then I think now, like after this week, I plan on getting there like maybe Saturdays, uh, maybe Sundays, just to get, just to get those drill, like get more time on the mat, start easing myself back in without going fully in and the next thing you know i'm injured again so that's the plan man that's the plan so hopefully i do i do catch you maybe maybe we'll get real brave and bring myself and dylan to class now, with Jill dude, now's the time to do, like if you're gonna bring him if you're gonna bring a little kid in it's it has to be when they're really young and they can fall asleep for like 45 like an hour yeah and even when they're not asleep they could just sit in a, in a chair or something like I once and Ellie, I don't, I don't know if you were there. I think you were there. Like we put, we put, uh, we put the girl in like the chair that was like the magic chair that she would fall asleep in, and then she was big enough mm-hmm. to like go belly down while while being strapped into the chair and like dragged herself onto the mat with like a chair on her back. I was like, uh oh, I'm a bad, I'm a bad dad. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Um. Yeah. No, dude. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna propose that to Jill and to see if we can what we can get popping. Because I've been itching. I've been itching really hard to get back into training. Mm. But <sighs> well, anyway, dude. What's on the docket, man? Good talk. On the docket, we have uh, some pretty big friggin' news that I think uh, really impacts the the sport of jujitsu and the culture of jujitsu and a little bit of a shift in how we're going to be viewing jujitsu. So breaking news. We need a soundboard. Um, we really do just all the fucking things. This is going to be like a science soundboard. How tall are you? Five, six. How much you weigh? 50 pounds. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, ADCC is coming to UFC Fight Pass. Big, yeah. big, huge jump from from flow grappling over to Fight Pass. Fight Pass has been dabbling in growing their grappling element to what they offer on there, which is really smart on their end because you know UFC Fight Pass, like outside of like some of the content they have, like it's not the pay per view. Like they don't really have a lot to offer. Um, wait, wait, this wait, is wait. Such have you amazing had UFC? To... Oh, you're talking about in the realm of grappling. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the realm of grappling, because I've had UFC fight pass. Like, there's like if you're a huge MMA head, that's the most. All the go in there, watch all the old striking, all the old, all the old fights. Um, but yeah, this is huge because ADCC was 
strictly with flow grappling um, for such a long time. And flow has done a pretty okay job at, at uh, the reason why I'll say, okay, we'll get into a little bit later, but like they've done such a great job growing the sport with ADCC. Um, they've been the premier spot of where you can watch it. So it's awesome that we're kind of seeing that on UFC fight pass, see the money behind that. I'm very curious to see how as a viewer, they're going to handle um, some of the bracketed tournaments because they're not just doing like the big ADCC. They're doing all the open tournaments, all the qualifiers, uh, the trials, all the way through that and the championship. So it's a multi-event um, deal that they signed, right? So looking at that, my biggest hope is that as uh, someone who has watched like ADCC trials or like the ADCC open in Vegas. Um, one thing that flow constantly messes up and I think really misses the mark is handling bracketed events and making them way more viewer friendly. Um, you know, <laughs> it's something that Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I was like, are you dying? Um, so bracketed events. So one thing, yeah, they, they really do an awful job during bracketed event. The table person, whoever's handling the camera, just could not give a fuck less about making sure that the names of the athletes are correct, the points are correct, the timing the timing is correct. Um, another big thing I, I always have an issue with is, like, where in the bracket are we? Um, being very open as to what bracket that, that is specifically being streaming and what is uh, coming up, right? Or notifying people of, like, important finals while in the bracket. So a lot of, like, in-video things that could be added. These are all things I would like to see. And, like, UFC Fight Pass, like, very professional, has, like, some of the best in the business when it comes to broadcasting. So it'll be really interesting to see if they're able to fix that because that's the one thing I kind of never dig like never enjoyed about flow yeah. ground. Yeah, so I mean, what are your thoughts, man? I was a big fan of the like Mo, Jasim would put would uh, mm-hmm. he would do like the just just like these lives, like especially when it was you know within he would do them here and there, and then about six six months out from ADCC he would do them more regularly and just answer questions. And I feel like that's where a lot of like so I don't even remember I don't even know like I would regular if I saw it I would just put it on. And, um, you know, while I was working or, you know, uh, maybe I had to do like, I was trying to like just to stretch or something like that. I would, uh, I would put it on and listen. And so I, I don't even know how much is known. So it's in the open. He's not trying to hide it, but like, he wasn't like publicizing. He wasn't making like press releases about his opinions on stuff in general. So he said that it was on one of the, on a few, a few times, he's very open about the fact that he said that this was Flo's last shot. He said, if they don't knock it out of the park from this past year's ADCC, then he's taking the contract somewhere else. Um, I didn't know. I, yeah. I had no idea. That's well, that's breaking news for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, he yeah. So I, I didn't know I, that. I guess I just assumed everyone knew that because he was open about it. But if, unless you were on, like, no one, I've never, like, I don't think anyone was like recording them, like screen mirroring them, and then putting them on YouTube mm-hmm. or anything. So it's kind of like this, like flash in the pan sort of. He says it, and if you're there for it, you get the info. And if not, except for some things like you know um, information about the opens, like like I'm not going to be doing any day of yeah. signups t- type stuff. So yeah, so that's what he said. Um, and you know, right now I'm spacing on like what his complaints were, but probably they were 
along the same lines as what you you've complained what you what, what your concerns about flow anyway right i think flow's kind of like thought yeah. that they were the only game in town and so there wasn't a lot of pressure to improve improve that stuff and less like 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 ibjjf mm. or um adcc so it's like i think they just thought well you know if it's not adcc championships it just needs to be as good as the ibjjf right which their cover their their mm-hmm. organization of that stuff is shit like they're when they're covering it it's shit like like you said the names are sometimes wrong um sometimes they forget to start the clock and i know that's not really them but it's um it's someone's getting paid right, to like do that, that, that affects right? the someone's getting paid experience. to do sometimes that sometimes they start halfway through a match sometimes yeah. they start after the end of a match sometimes they start 20 minutes before a match like sometimes i'll um if i'm watching like if i if i want to watch someone's uh like isaac Doderline, for example like if i want to watch all of his matches or something i'll i'll go down and i want to say okay i want an easy way to view or, or an event maybe like the featherweight bracket right i want an easy way to even just mm-hmm. replay those right flow has that mm. but so often it's yeah it's, it's, it's ass. ass it's hard to find their search sucks like if you just literally in the search bar like it's hard to find a mm-hmm. lot of this stuff like you have to go to the event but how many if i type in ibjjf worlds i'm gonna get all of the worlds that they have and then everything that said worlds in it so mm-hmm. getting you know this is pans and if it says in the details getting ready ahead of worlds like now i'm pulling all the pans up too you know stuff like that so it was mm-hmm. just very poorly executed I think um, not just the recording of mm-hmm. it, but all that backend kind of database management, I thought could have, could have been a lot better. Yeah. And where they put a lot of time and energy into like giving us films of like interviews for athletes we really don't care about, or like um, more like lifestyle stuff, which I do care about. Like they like, like Rotoles in the wild. Like they brought the Daisy fresh boys, like, Cool, interesting things that are, are fun are fun to watch. Like when they when they have Lachlan breakdown movements and stuff like that. That's really cool. But I think like the actual thing that we're viewing the the tournament, the match, the the brackets, really not that solid at doing that. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that UFC fight pass comes correct. And I think they they seem like they'll be able to do that. Now this is also coming off the fact that like. This is right after Flo signing that set, like one million dollar plus deal with Gordon Ryan. Uh, for, fight pass. Sign. I don't know if it was exclusive. Sign Gordon. I thought oh, Flo. I, I, don't, I, Flo I can't keep track of these contracts. I know. I know he just signed with UFC. I'm pulling that up right now. Let's see. His most recent uh, contract is with is with UFC. I don't know if he also has a contract with Flo. No. So. Gordon Ryan signed multi-fight seven-figure deal Whoa. with Flow Sports. Maybe so, they're not mutually exclusive. Like, Maybe he's is, just because he can just sign contracts and just know that he's gonna. I mean, didn't he sign? Yeah, I was a just gonna say with one, one FC, and hasn't even like been anyone anywhere yeah, near one FC. Like, very odd. Very, like, I mean, man's just signing checks and fucking cashing. <laughs> Cash and, <laughs> and, and cash and checks. I, yeah, I crush that. No, crush come, that come fucking from thing. Like a soccer, I'm a um, soccer fan, and so everyone is like, they all try to judge yeah. a, a contract's worth, but 
so you can judge like moves from your team. You know, everyone has like all, has all these opinions, but the reality is no one knows the details of the contract and all the, uh, you know, so it's like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes transfer fees seem exorbitant, but the players aren't going to pay get, getting paid that much. So like they take that out of the salary, they'll, they'll put it into the, or, or, you know, it's just, it's just the way that these, these, um, these contracts are structured, you know, it's like, unless you go through all of the fine print and everything, you really have no idea, you know, what's going on. So I can't speculate about that, but I mean, it does seem that a little, I guess flow is still going to have like WNL. And so you'll be good. And if you notice the WNL, because they have a lot of control over is actually pretty good. I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Because they aren't working with, with a partnership like the IPGJF, they, do really well at WNL. Like it's, it, it's run really well. It's smooth. I actually like, I like that way more than like yeah, the fight to win format. Usually. Um, painful to get through. Uh, I like that there's no stage. I like that. It's like, you, there's no chance of anyone falling off and, and getting t- and, and tossed, but yeah, I think they do a really great job. I think the area for improvement for flow for WNO is like, we need more talent outside of just the, like the, the like new wave and B team constantly going at like random athletes, like they keep pulling up. I like to see like way more, like if you're going to have that be a show, like let's have like an East coast, a West coast, uh third coast, yeah. like, you know, have, let's have the middle of America where Texas is like, let's, let's kind of almost like what finisher finishers does, right. They have different like things, uh, different like spots that, where they go and then they host tournaments and they host these um, brackets and it, they, they grow it. And like, you know, obviously finishers is on flow now, but like, I believe finishers does all their production and this is streamed through flow. So um, I would like to see the WNO do that. Like let's have like an East coast show. Let's have a West coast show. So that way we can actually utilize more talent than just like the same people we keep seeing over, yeah, I mean, and over again. I, I like the WNOs. I, I'm a, I'm a fan. Actually, I like the IBJJF Grand Prix as well. I don't. Yeah. This is kind of, I want to come back to the topic of like UFC fight pass and what, what this means, but I do want to touch on Mm -hmm. the fact that I think that, um, I don't know. It just seems like I'm, I'm like kind of over super fights. Like I really have a high preference for brackets. Yeah. It's way more. I like brackets way more. I feel like the super fights are fun, but I feel like they don't hold as much value as the bracket. You have to go through so much more to come out on top of that win at the bracket. And, you know, so many of these athletes are so good on any given day that, like, like look at Mikhail, uh, Mikhail Galval versus Ethan Krellestein. Like, everyone thought Ethan was hmm. not going to win that, right? And next thing you Fabricio. know, he got – wait, Fabricio. that's who it was, right? No, but Fabri- – I'm that's sorry. A, still... Wrong, wrong Melky Melky like Fabricio Andre, like like world champion at featherweight in the gi and and crushing it in no gi as well. Um, man was just off that day and therefore mm-hmm. kind of kind of paid for it, right? Whereas like when you go through the bracket, I feel like you kind of get sharpened through, all the way through the bracket and like you kind of really can rise to your potential. Um, so I I do prefer the purity of going through the bracket as well, as opposed to just the super fights to secure a bag. And it's like, yeah, it's fun, but like, it, w- what does it really hold? Right. There's no championship for WNO. There's no, like, um, I mean, yes, they, they, they do have titles, but there's no like real 
uh, there's no way to like, like organize, rankings. organize like, they're still a, building this like up a, yeah they're still basically a tournament yeah tournament yeah like there's there's no way to ba- like to organize that or like to have rankings to have enough depth to do that because again they keep pulling from the I think same they, I think they do have rankings over again. But they're like absolutely meaningless um it's kind of like UFC rankings where it's just like I think it's like it's even less meaningful yeah. than the UFC rankings and so I Wait, totally yeah, agree with what yeah. you're saying from a sporting side. I totally agree. I think the other thing, and this is big for me as far as like coming at it from an entertainment perspective, I, I get for a lot of people, probably super fights are, are preferable, but I think that mm. it's just like, it's hard. I'm like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm picky, but it's hard for me to get interested or psyched about, about a super fight. Um, and I don't know if this is, again, this just might be me where it's like, if you have a bunch of super fights, I'm almost, I'm almost like the fact if you put it in a tournament, if you put it in a bracket, now I'm kind of like, oh, like I wonder how this can pan out. Like this is kind of interesting. Um, it's so funny. That, I, I don't mm. know if that's what most people think though. Like I feel like most people probably prefer the super fight. It's just easier to take, uh, like to keep track of. Um, but I'm curious. It's like if if if, if a tournament like the F Worlds or ADCC, any of the ADCCs. Um, like the championship or the opens or what have you, the trials, if it was like actually easier to watch, like if it looked better, like, cause it's like a stationary camera, there's people going off camera and stuff. So it's from that perspective, it's like not something I want to put on my TV, you know? So I wonder if it's, if it yeah. was better, um, like, like the IBJJF Grand Prix where there's like a, a single mat and it doesn't have to be a single mat, but you have like different camera mm-hmm. angles, um, I wonder if that would improve the watch the viewing experience. I think so. And I think that almost even goes back to like your love of soccer, right? Like most, mm-hmm. like there's a cup, like the world cup, you, you have to go through the bracket to make it to the world, like, you know, the, the world cup. So like, I, I personally like that as well. And even as a viewer, I'm more invested in like someone's rise through the bracket because it takes you along a journey of, of them achieving this, you know, they had to go through so much to get there as opposed to just a 15 minute, um, super fight. Like, uh, I think Eddie Bravo invitationals, Mm -hmm. those were really great because you had a small bracket on one mat that ultimately told you a story. That's what it is. Kind of saw an athlete overcome. I mean, it's definitely hard to do that when you have like, white to black belt, multiple age groups, multiple weight groups. Like I understand like the, the idea of like a big tournament like that, um, or just an ADCC, like all like, you know, 55, 66 kilos all the way up to 99 plus kilos. And how many people are signed up for ADCC? I do understand like the, the, the challenge, but you kind of want to see an athlete rise through that. Like they're, they're doing so much stuff on flow now, like talking about like Giancarlo Badoni's rise through ADCC where no one kind of expected him to win and, and analyzing his journey through the bracket. And I think that story in itself um, is what I like. I like most about watching IBJJF pans worlds, Europeans, like we got Europeans coming up. I'm excited to see like how these athletes go. This is going to be the first like big event of the season. Um, like how this sets the tone and sets the stage for the rest of the year and who are they, the, the key players. Like I like watching a season. That's why people watch a mm-hmm. season worth of football, you know, and then it gets real hot during playoffs and then the Holy shit, it's the Super Bowl, You know, so it's like that 
as a sports fan is, is awesome to watch as opposed to like, yeah, just no, a super totally. fight, it, you know? like the super fight. You need something to create those stories. I don't like, I don't think a super fight can create those stories. It needs like stars already. And so mm-hmm. like, and for me, there's no one. Yeah. Like, is there anyone that you want to see Gordon match with? You know, I want, I, exactly. I, I could care Nicky less. Rod, like Nicky Rod doesn't even win all the time. And I, I don't really want to, I don't really care. Like put him in a bracket. Now that's like, okay. Like that's it. Like who else is in that bracket? Oh, Muhammad Ali. Okay. Gutenberg. Okay. Like it was how high, how hype was it to, to watch like Gordon go, go through the bracket to get to the yeah. super fight. Yeah. Like that was way more interesting than, than, than seeing him just fight Andre Galvao. Like mm-hmm. we knew that was in the bag. It, you know, I, I, I liked seeing him go through the bracket. Um, yeah, I think Gordon like sells a lot on the story of Gordon being Gordon and, you know, him having beef with Felipe Pena. Like after he's like, after he beats Felipe Pena again. <laughs> yeah, like, how is that fight happening? And, well, who knows? And who's, who knows what kind of tomfoolery is going to happen? Like, like this, that whole, that whole thing is, is, is insane. But like after, like after he stuns, Felipe again, like, what do you do? Do you give him a Nicky Rod again? Cause like, sure. I mean, let's, let's call it like Nicky Rod did pop his foot, looked really great. And then, Greece. you know, <laughs> supposedly greased the entire time. And that's why the greatest and the greatest, you know, no grappler of all time couldn't finish him. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of like, like, who cares? Like, no, like who are you going to throw yeah. at Gordon? Like, I don't, I don't care anymore. You know, like I want to see, I I, th- I find the bracketed competition and in, in ADCC's trials like th- that shit's exciting. Like, how hype was it to like to watch Colabate like oh, yeah, that was go hilarious. through trials and come out on top? Then how awesome Keith? was it to see uh, uh, Keith Krikorian? Keith, yeah, Keith come through after after going to the West Coast, L yeah, and yeah. go into going to the West Coast trials and coming out as a champ. You know, like sure, like what happened at ADCC, yeah, like Ponto it, took it his kind of sucked, but <laughs> like, no one could take that away. No, yeah, no one could take that away from him. You know, like, it, and it was awesome to see Keith do that well. Um, so it's like I think I think brackets yeah. are just so, so much more fucking exciting. So I mean, as far than, as than super kind of just kind of bringing it back around, like UFC Fight Pass, they have the contract yeah. with ADCC. We're gonna watch all the ADCC. I don't know, are they gonna cover? Because there's more than just the Las Vegas Open. Like there's opens all over the world. Yeah, they're covering all the opens. They're covering all the opens, all the trials, okay. then the world championships. They have so, full I mean, access to So ADCC. here's a kind of a hot take is that like the, the, the divide between um this has potential to like increase the divide the divide between gi and no gi grappling, right? Because um now they're gonna be on two mm-hmm. separate uh platforms entirely. So you're still going to have to, there's still going to be no gi stuff mm-hmm. on flow, but there's going to be zero gi stuff. And I don't think there ever will be gi stuff on UFC fight pass. Um, mm-hmm. So like if people are making a decision, they're going to go with a lot of people are going to go with UFC fight pass. Um, and that might even be gi people like, because mm-hmm. gi people, I think especially don't watch, don't watch gi competition. They, I think gi people in general prefer no gi competition. And so, um, they might they might even go with with a UFC fight pass if it's if if it they have to make a decision, and so I'm curious about how that can affect things on the ground floor. Like, what do you think? Do you th- all I heard that entire time was how you and I have to 
get one and then share our <laughs> passwords. Like that's just, that's all I heard. All I heard is like, I have to spend more money. No, but I think you really put a, a good, a, a really awesome thing to talk about there. And, and I know we kind of discussed this a little bit behind the scenes, but where are we going to go? Right? Like, are we going to go watch the most exciting show in grappling, which is ADCC hands down. Right. Or do we buy both so that way? Like I can enjoy, like, I love ghee. Like I think ghee worlds, uh, ghee pans, like those are some of the most prestigious titles. Like take even a look at like no ghee worlds. Yo, people didn't even show up <laughs> to watch it. People didn't even show up to get their medals. People didn't even show up to get drug tested. Okay, people aren't showing up for IBJJF. I still no like D. that competition. Just, um, to, just so, every, so everyone knows. I still like that oh, competition. Dude, no, 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 no. So everyone knows. I love that competition, except for, like, <laughs> yeah. heavy and up. Like, I love IBJF Nogi, heavy and below, you know? And some heavy, I don't even know about that. Like... I'm I'm definitely fat shaming. Like I'm anti big guys on 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 the big stage. Uh, we like because without we talked about this before, but like without like guys Muniz. like Marigali, uh, Felipe, Andrew. Eric Muniz, uh, and and Felipe Felipe Andrew, like Felipe Pena, like who cares about the, the bigger guy? Gutenberg, yeah, Gutenberg Pereira, like one of my favorite um, bigger grapplers. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of heavy hitters, especially on the ADCC year, they don't show up to Nogi Worlds, and and it's not, it's not as lit. But like, the one thing I think that you touched on that like is really um, worth mentioning is the fact that like we practice the sport, this martial art, this weird blend of both of those, um, and. So many people that we know who are par participants of the sport, practitioners, if you will, don't watch it. Like, I don't, I don't get that part of it because it's like I'm such a fan of uh, of it that I don't even care if it's boring. Like, I'll complain about how boring it is, you know what I mean, or how bad the refing is. I'll complain about how bad the refing is, um, but it's something like I I care about so much that. I'll definitely watch like where, whatever it is. Like I watch finishers all the time, like finishers, whether it's like they're, they're bracketed, they're sub only, it doesn't matter where it is. Like I'll watch their stuff. You know, if it's on, I'm going to watch it. Um, now what does that say? Cause I feel like we, this is like one of the few things where you do it all the time to like not watch it and not know about like who's in the who, like who's in the who, like, like what other hobbies or like sport related hobbies that are out there where it's like, you know, if someone trains boxing or kickboxing, they probably watch those fights. If someone trains yeah, MMA or UFC, they probably watch the UFC. You know, like even if like you're in like a, you know, you're in a, on a pickup hockey, like a, a beer league for hockey, like you probably watch hockey. If you're play flag football, probably going to watch regular football. It's like, why is it that jujitsu specifically, like, People don't know who like who like some of the top athletes are. They don't know, you know, they don't watch any of this stuff. They don't they don't subscribe to Flow. They don't subscribe to to UFC Fight Pass. I wonder what that is. Like, what do you? What, I, it can why be a lot of different. It probably is a lot of different things, like the confluence of a number of, of factors. Mm -hmm. I mean, in general, I think a lot of it is production value. Uh, you know, like I love ACC. Mm. I, I don't know. 
I think that's, I might've talked about this before, but I think it's kind of a meme that like no gi is more exciting than, than gi. It's like, I mean, maybe there was like that whole 50, 50 thing that happened in, in gi for a few years in, you know, 20 from like, I don't know, like 20, like 2013, like, you know, that's what was happening. Right. 20. Yeah. 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 Like Hoffa yeah, area, right, right. Hoffa area, Cabrini um, so area. Maybe yeah. a little bit before that, but I, I don't think that that's what it is. I think it's, I think it is production value because even, um, you know, when ADCC saw its rise a few, few, a few years prior, that was on the back end of EBI and EBI was exciting, not because it was no gi. It was because there was a bunch of, uh, mismatches and there was these huge holes in the meta that got taken advantage of it. So you got submissions really, really quick. And so that's what made it exciting. And that just yeah. fed into ADCC with the whole DDS crew. Um, and people had a story there. Like you said, it's about, it's kind of about stories. Um, and yeah. so they had people to root for or root against. Um, they had something to look mm -hmm. at, like, yeah. oh, are the leg lock's going to work. You know, it seems kind of like, um, very low brow now, but that's, I think for the time, what was happening. And then it just built on itself. And mm -hmm. even then, like way, if you go back three, C, three ADCCs ago, I think the viewing experience w felt more like you're watching a real sport than if you were to watch that year. Geek World, mm, Geek World. That's very fair. Right. Geek Worlds is like, right. Like yeah. you, it felt like you, no, were, I, you I were like, you know, there was like, you were watching on someone's cell phone. It felt, it feels like sometimes, you know, it's like four, four twenty P or whatever it is. And people are going off the mat. It's not centered half a lot of times, you know, it's like not centered on the mat. It's a stationary camera. It's a small mat. Mm -hmm. The the ref, the ref is always in the direct alignment right. of the one camera that he knows about. Um, yeah, it, it's, it is God awful. And I feel like, I think the the interesting part there is I think flow built up the IBJJF more than the IBJF provided good mm -hmm. content for flow. Because once you, once you saw flow get involved with the IBJJF, you started seeing like the grand prix or the production value or just the black belt only matches, or you saw the days get split up. So that way could the be on bigger mats and stuff like that. Uh, no, the, yeah, it could be on bigger mats and they're on the second day and they get like their own viewership and there's a podium afterwards. Um, that all started kind of picking up when, when flow got involved. So it's like Guy and I, and the IBJJF in general need to do a better job, not being focusing on themselves as, as the organization, but focusing more so on the athletes and, and helping tell their stories similar to how like, yeah, the UFC is constantly selling the UFC brand, but they need specific athletes to help grow their brand and grow their story. And, and like, they need to work together where the IBGF kind of just sees itself as this big looming overseer that you all have to kind of sign up and pay for to, to be able to get to the top, to be able to get an opportunity to do a grand prix of some sort. So it's like the, the, the IBGF is really far behind on, on, growing it as a actual sport that people want to watch. They spent such a large amount of time growing themselves as an organization. Um, and I think they are like by far the best in the biz. Uh, but now they need to spend time growing like the top athletes, the top black belts, people who are putting a lot of time and energy into 
helping them grow as an organization, they need to give that back a little bit more. And I think that's why they're behind the curve as opposed to ADCC, like people get paid um, across the board. Uh, they do a much better job of that. You know, UFC Fight Pass has secured like their own version of like kind of an EBI for all intents and purposes in, in, in you know, and working with Eddie Bravo and Eddie Bravo's team. Um, so it was like the, athletes are going to get paid, you know, and I think once athletes get paid, athletes get taken care of much easier to, 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 to keep continue growing. Yeah, I think tell their that, stories. that seems like it's the path forward. I'm, you know, just thinking about kind of other comparable sports. The only one I think that would be relevant in terms of like big audiences and viewership uh, would be like judo um, or just having a worldwide appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the viewership numbers. I just know that there are so many people who participate in the sport. Um, you wouldn't know that if you're just kind of in the, in the American landscape. Um, but you mm-hmm. know, I, I'm, cur- I, I'm thinking, I, like, I don't know how much of how much storytelling they do. I think that, I think that, mm really there there is none and if it is it's just kind of left up to the individual um uh governing like the 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 sub the sub bodies so like usa judo stuff like that and and they don't really do anything so um yeah you know it's interesting how they're maybe because it's the olympics like they are very much like where what's important and the athletes you know, they can create brands themselves, but we're not really supporting them in the same way. Um, yeah. But what we're suggesting would be the IBJJF right. basically supports their athletes, not just monetarily. We, I think we would both be kind of pro that if there was a way to get that done, but to like support mm-hmm. them in telling their stories so that they can become popular, build a brand, get people interested in watching it. Yeah, because like think about that. Like Gordon showed up to Nogi Worlds that one time. He did pants too, that and year. it was fucking lit. Like, like he did pants, and everyone showed up. There's <laughs> no one there this year. Oh yeah, there's no everyone there signing up. Year like AJ so, signed up, Gianni signed up for uh, like ultra heavy. Yeah. Oh yeah, everyone trying to get the, 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 the flash on the absolute. Uh, yeah, the, the ultra division. heavy. Anyway, they went back to their division. Yeah, so. obviously. The only one who will fight in ultra heavy is a AJ Aguilar. Did he? he has How gone through ultra heavy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it, I don't I don't think at any majors, but maybe like at Pans. <laughs> I remember him having like a brawl, like not like an actual fist fight, <laughs> um, even though he's has had those at, at our video competitions. But like um, like an actual like super knocked out hard hardcore dragged out like wrestling oh match with like Max Jimenez, <laughs> you know. So, so it had to be within a couple, like, you know, recent years, but yeah. So shout out to AJ, but I think it's like, like you said, back to the viewership. So I'm very curious to see where all this goes. Like a lot of breaking news in the past two weeks of grappling with like Gordon's specific deal with, uh, this, the ADCC moving to, to, the UFC fight pass is insane. And that's awesome. I feel like that's a match made in heaven anyway, because like ADCC and, mixed martial arts has been so like so parallel to each other and and have intersected so many times um because you know like for example like 2019 like chelsea was was in the bracket you know like mma fighters always hop in and out of of adcc and i think that's one of the cool things about it so i think it just it just makes sense for their brand um 
really cool to see to see it happen. And it's going to be insane to see how it grows. And it'd be very interesting to see how Flow responds and, and comes back with like more more content for the viewers. And also to anyone who doesn't even watch jujitsu or watch any grappling, <laughs> you're probably like, why did I even listen to this podcast? I'm curious. Reach out to me. Tell me why you don't watch jujitsu. I'm just very curious because, you know, I can't imagine not watching it. Um, like I'm glued to my TV anytime there's any major tournaments, um, whether it's a, a friend of ours that are competing or it's like me seeing like how someone does at a certain new belt or just seeing the, the best of the best of the best of the black belt divisions. I'm always interested to see what they're doing and how can I, cause it always <laughs> motivates me like crazy, bro. Like, Oh my God. Like you got, yes, like, speaking of which you got pans coming up. <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait to see, to, to watch you through the bracket, dude. Like it's good. I'm going to be fucking punching walls like i'm gonna be screaming i'm gonna have to like ask murphy and <laughs> dylan and jill to leave the house and i say i gotta be here it's got i gotta focus my energy yeah so i'm 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 stoked i can't wait but yeah everyone like please reach out to us let us know whether what, what you love about watching jujitsu what you hate about it why don't you watch it um why won't why don't you keep up with the sport um cool, man yeah I'm very i curious. like it you got to go on a story you have to go on your story and do this start posting <laughs> don't worry bro i got it i got creator. it i'm the content creator head content head tinfoil mat content creator we can even discuss maybe the possible conspiracy theory since this is tinfoil mat that did howell teague's involvement with flow and his he subsequent firing cause some of these broken connections yeah, between mojassim ADCC flow grappling. That'll, that'll be next time. Who knows? That'll be bro. next time. You got to tune in next, to find next out. week. I gotta go. I gotta go become a redditor and go deep into RBJJ and find so out what three the, straight what the white spicy belts details are. This. Dude, Colin. <laughs> oh, you guys train a lot. Three times a week. Wow. Oh, we we should we should do a Reddit BJJ oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Reddit episode BJJ. maybe next week. Eesh. That might See be you, good. Dude. All right, big homie. Later. I'll catch you. Have a good one. Take care, everyone.